Hello and welcome back officially to Tommy Talks Radio, brought to you by Sheer Enjoyment Radio, powered by Radio.com. This is Tommy Talks Radio, brought to you by Sheer Enjoyment Radio, powered by Radio.com. This is the show where we talk a topic for the week for the audience members to keep. Talking different things in life, different subjects that hopefully can relate to you, that can help you or someone that you know. You can listen to us, of course, on the Sheer Enjoyment Radio app on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. You can listen to us on the Sheer Enjoyment Radio channel on Naki Radio. You can listen to us on JRoot Radio on Naki Radio as well as the JRoot app and the JRoot website. You could also listen to us at 520-453-8302, 520-453-8302. You could also email us at sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. And you can listen to us afterwards on the, all the Tani Talks podcast forums availability on the different websites and the different platforms. You can also hear us on the different forums, including Tani Talks stuff, which we do throughout the week. You can listen to us on Tani Talks O2, we try to do throughout the week. Tani Talks Perkyamas, we try to do throughout the week. Tani Talks Parsha once a week. And of course, this show, Tani Talks Radio, which we do weekly Mondays at 8.30 p.m. The Tani Talks podcasts are available on different platforms, including Yidpod, Google, Spotify, iTunes, and the like, wherever you get your podcast you could hear us and you could email us at maximum tee at yahoo.com music in general is a fascinating thing and a wonderful thing to be a part of in life it's good for you to be a part of your life and it's good for your life to have music to be a part of you music for your brain and music to keep you sane it's good to have music all over in life there is not a single place that we go we don't try to have music we have music in the house and especially connected to the bluetooth speaker we also have the naki radio home it's a wonderful way to listen to kosher jewish music jewish internet kosher radio it's amazing it comes with preset stations you could also connect to their portal direct nakiradio.com and you could choose your channels including the tiny talks podcast channel including the sheer enjoyment radio channel are both there you could hear us on those channels. There's so many things to listen to. You could listen to Rabbi Arlovsky. has very, very funny content. Rabbi Schaefer's there. There's Rabbi Rari. Many different shows that are on there. Many different shirim that are on that platform as well. You could check it out. It's one of the coolest things that we have in our home. They have the solo, which has one speaker. The duo, which has two speakers. The home, which has three. And a remote. I love the home. It's the coolest one, in my opinion. That's another way we hear music. You could also connect to Bluetooth and also has an AUX input if you want to connect your own iPod or iPhone as well to have it as a speaker. Outside the house, we have a awesome outdoor boombox type of a speaker system that's Bluetooth connects to my phone. We use it for our son's birthday party and building the sukkah. I use it. I use it for my wife's birthday and different times, different aspects to use it. In the car itself, the phone connects to the car via Bluetooth. My wife and I, we set it up that it connects to the car. So not only making phone calls and sending messages with Siri, but also to listen to music. And the phone itself is, great, is of course, a great music player. And recently, the other week, I figured out how to share my music that I done download with my wife's phone that she could listen to on her phone when she's driving to work which is really cool the family sharing device using the music app to hear music using itunes to buy the music of all the famous musicians that are out there nowadays so there are so many ways to hear music there's so many ways to participate in music and music is so good for you to be participating and listening and a person that doesn't listen to music i never really understood when i was in college 
one of my friends said, I don't listen to music. Music is not for me. I'm not into music. And I never understood it. How could you not be into music? How could you not like music? How could you not appreciate or connect to music? Music is so important and so awesome and so beneficial in so many different ways. Music is fantastic for all aspects of life. We talked last week about playing music as an instrument, how fundamental it is. And this week we're talking about listening to music, being a part of music. You could use the music app if you have an iPhone. You could share with your family members. I think you could share with five people, I believe. Use the iTunes store to buy the songs and then the music app to play the songs from the library. So using the Bluetooth to listen on the car, or Bluetooth speakers to listen inside or outside the home, or to connect it to the Naki Radio itself, nakiradio.com. There's so many wonderful aspects to music that there are reasons to listen to it in general. Hopkinsmedicine.org has proven that music is beneficial in many different ways. Research has shown that listening to music can reduce anxiety, can reduce blood pressure, can reduce pain, as well as improve sweet sleep quality, improve mood, include mental alertness, and also include memory. Healthline.com points out that music connects us. You think that one of the most important of function, trust, researchers from a trusted source, researchers in general show and talk about how music can be one of the most important functions to, to create a feeling of cohesion or social connectedness. Evolutionary scientists say that human beings may have developed a dependence on music as a communication tool because our ancestors might have been involved in an aspect of an environment where they were able to speak to each other and be able to talk to each other not only through, through talking but also through song, through communicating. Music is a powerful way of uniting people. National anthems connect crowds at sporting events. You know, in Israel, they have the, the Hatikva the, to connect people. And in America, they have the National Anthem. Oh, say, can you see before football, before baseball, before different sporting events, they play the National Anthem and it connects people in general. Music can be a way to show as a way to, to sense of pride if they're going in a march and they're protesting something. You could use protest songs. I remember in a high school when we wanted to protest something, we went on a rally and we would do different songs and different chants and different marches to protest whatever we were protesting at the time. So it could be used in such a way as well. You could also use different songs and different stanzas and different hymns, especially from Tehillim, especially from Psalms, to build group identity in, in places of, of worship, especially synagogues. You could use different songs to, to connect with a spouse and to connect with Children, you could also use lullabies to enable parents and infants to develop secure attachments and you can use it to help kids fall asleep and go to sleep. Music in general, though, really benefits us as individuals. Music has an effect on the mind and it could lead to better learning. Doctors at John Hopkins recommend that you listen to music to stimulate your brain. Scientists know that listening to music engages your brain. They can see the active areas light up in MRI scans. Researchers now know that just the promise of listening to music can make you want to learn more. In one 2019 study, people were more motivated to learn when they expected to listen to a song as their warning. But as a note of caution, you may want to withhold the earbuds for some students. It does have limits. Listening does have limits. Researchers pointed out that those who tested students with lower working memory capacity found that listening to music, especially songs with lyrics, sometimes had a negative effect on learning. 
But in general, music has positive, positive effects. It can improve memory. Music has a positive effect on your ability to memorize. In a study, researchers gave people tasks that required them to read and then recall short lists of words. Those who were listening to classical music outperformed those who worked in silence or with white noise. The same study tracked how fast people could perform simple processing tasks matching numbers to geometrical shapes, and a similar benefit showed up. Mozart helped people complete the task faster and more accurately. And Mayo Clinic... The Mayo Clinic points out that while music doesn't reverse the memory loss experienced by people with Alzheimer's disease and other forms of dementia, music has been found to slow cognitive decline. Music also can help people with mild or moderate dementia to remember episodes from their lives. Music memory is one of the brain functions most resistant to dementia. That's why... Some caregivers have had success using music to calm dementia patients and build trust and connections with them because music is very powerful. Music is a wonderful tool and really can help in many different situations. And it can also help to treat mental illness. Music literally changes the brain. Neurological researchers have found that listening to music triggers the release of several neurochemicals that play a role in brain function and mental health. Dopamine... A chemical associated with pleasure and reward centers are linked with music. Dopamine um, music also can work on stress hormones like cortisol. Music can also work on serotonin and other hormones related to immunity as well as related to sleep and falling asleep. And music can also work with oxytocin, a chemical that fosters the ability to connect with others. So music really touches on many different chemicals and many different aspects in the brain and aspects in the body as well. Although more research needs to be done to understand precisely how music can be used therapeutically to treat mental illnesses. Some studies suggest that music therapy can improve the quality of life and social connectedness for people with schizophrenia. Music also has an effect on mood. A number of researchers have interviewed groups about why they listen to music. Study participants vary widely in terms of age, gender, and background, but they report strikingly Similar reasons. One of the most common uses of music is that it helps people to regulate their emotions. Researchers found it has the power to change moods and help people process their feelings. Music also has the ability to help lower anxiety. There's lots of evidence that listening to music can help calm you in situations where you might feel anxious. Every time I used to start a new field work, every time I used to start a new job, location, especially in the DOE, every time I used to start something new, a new a new rotation or a new course, it was very anxiety-provoking. And what happened to help, besides obviously my wife herself, is listening to music and different types of music can calm you down and help you, you know, to relax. People who have stage fright, people who get nervous to speak, or people that might be nervous to do a presentation or to, to give a book or or to do whatever it is, can use music to help them calm down. And people that need to get energized, people that need to get they need to get excited about an endeavor and an adventure, also can music can help use music to help them motivate themselves and to pump themselves up. You know, in, in those Rocky movies, La Havda, La Havda, I only saw one of them, but when it, it comes to him getting ready there, there's of course the music in the background, da 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 because a different situation, you might be anxious where you need to work out, you need to work yourself up. You need to build yourself up. It might be a situation where you feel nervous, you feel afraid, you feel fearful, you feel worried. So the music can help to calm you down.
Studies have shown that people in rehab after a stroke are more relaxed once they've listened to music for an hour. So different people can benefit from many different ways from using the music itself. Other studies indicate that music blended with nature sounds can help people feel less anxious. Even people facing critical illness feel less anxiety after music therapy. There's conflicting evidence about whether listening to music has an effect on your body's physiological stress response. However, a study indicated that the body releases less cortisol, which is a stress hormone, indicating the fight or flight oftentimes when people listen to music, that the, the body releases less cortisol, less fight or flight, less stress involved when they're listening to music. The same study referenced previous research stating that music had little measurable effect on cortisol levels. That's why it's a conflicting study, conflicting evidence where we're not sure what to make of it, but at least some aspect of it shows that it really can help in life. So listening to music can help relax the person, can help relax the body, even though some aspects show the opposite. In general, music has been shown to actually help more than hurt. Another recent study has shown that met and measured several indicators of stress, not just cortisol, and it concluded that while listening to music before a stressful event doesn't reduce anxiety, Listening to relaxing music after a stressful event can help your nervous system recover faster. So even if the study is a study that it doesn't work before the stressful event, after a stressful event it can help calm down. It also helps the symptoms of depression. A 2017 research review concluded that listening to music, particularly classical music combined with jazz, had a positive effect on depression symptoms, especially when there were several listening sessions conducted by board-certified music therapists. Even if you're not into jazz or the classics, you may want to try a group percussion session. Instead, the same research review found that drum circles also had above-average benefits for people dealing with depression. Musical genre matters for depression. An important note, though, Nostalgic sad tunes can actually increase symptoms of depression, especially if you tend to ruminate or withdraw socially. Not surprising, perhaps, but important to know if you want to use music to counteract the blues, especially if there's music that's connected to a certain person you're not connected to anymore, or a certain situation you're not connected to, or a certain life cir circumstance. Those might be a way of, so of something to avoid, but in general, there are definitely documented aspects that can really help you in life. And music also helps to decrease fatigue. Anyone who has ever rolled down car windows and turned up the radio knows that music can be energizing. There's solid science behind that lived experience. In 2015, at Shanghai University, researchers found that relaxing music helped reduce fatigue and maintain musical endurance when people were engaged in a repetitive task, especially in repetitive tasks. Music therapy sessions also lessen fatigue in people receiving Cancer treatments and raises the fatigue threshold, being able to withstand more fatigue for people engaged in demanding neuromuscular training, which leads us to the next big benefit in that it boosts exercise performance. Exercise enthusiasts have long known that music enhances their physical performance. In 2020, research review confirms that working out with music improves your mood, helps your body exercise more efficiently, 
and cuts down on your awareness of exertion. Working out with music also leads to longer workouts. And in clinical settings, athletes who listen to high-intensity, fast music during warm-ups to perform better competitively were able to do better with the fast music during the warm-ups and did better to compete. You don't have to be a world-class competitor to benefit. Research shows that syncing your workout to music can allow you to reach peak performance using less oxygen than if you did the same workout without the beat. Music acts as a metronome in your body, researchers have pointed out. Research can also help manage pain. Specially trained music therapists use music to help alleviate pain in inpatient and outpatient settings. A 2016 meta-analysis of over 90 studies reported that music helps people manage both acute and chronic pain better than medication alone. So music itself is very beneficial, very helpful across the lifespan and across different circumstances and across different settings. Children's music, or children's music workshops.com points out that music in life can help you to make you happier. I don't sing because I'm happy. I'm happy because I sing. William James has said, Research proves that when you listen to music you like, your brain releases that dopamine, that feel-good neurotransmitter. Valerie Salenform, a neuroscientist at McGill University, injected eight music lovers with a radioactive substance that binds to dopamine receptors after they listen to their favorite music. A PET scan, a PET scan, showed that large amounts of dopamine were released, which biologically caused the participants to feel emotions like happiness, excitement, and joy. So the next time you need an emotional boost, listen to your favorite tunes for 15 minutes. That's all it takes to get a natural high. Music also enhances running performance. If people take anything from music, it should be motivation to know that anything is possible as long as you keep working on it and don't back down, as a secular artist has said. Marcella Bigliasi and his colleagues found that runners who listened to fast or slow motivational music completed the first 800 meters of their run faster than runners who listened to calm music or ran without music. If you want to take your running up a notch, listen to songs that inspire you. Listen to songs that motivate you. Listen to songs that lift you up and get you energized and get you motivated. You know that music also lowers stress and improves health. Billy Joel Hamzal has said, I think music in itself is healing. It's an explosive expression of humanity. It's something we are all touched by, no matter what culture we're from. You know, music is one of the only things that is considered a universal language. The G chord in the U.S. is the same as the G chord in China. It's the same as the G chord in Israel. Same as the G chord in Antarctica. If the, if the penguins are playing the guitar, it is all the same around the world. It is a universal language, which is fascinating. Listening to music that you enjoy decreases levels of the stress hormone cortisol, as we pointed out, in your body, which counteracts the effects of chronic stress. This is an important finding since stress causes 60% of all of our illnesses and diseases. One study showed that if people actively participated in making music by playing various percussion instruments and singing, their immune system was boosted even more than if they passively listened. To stay calm and healthy during a stressful day, turn on the radio. Turn on your Naki radio if you get one. Have one, NakiRadio.com, N-A-K-I-R-A-D-I-O. Turn on that radio. Turn on the music. Be sure to sing along. Tap your feet to the beat to get the maximum healing benefit. 
a lot of times I, by myself, if I'm doing dishes or cooking or whatever, I actually will dance by myself to the music, especially when no one's watching, because that's much better. <laughs> but if you're singing along and you're tapping along and you're dancing along, it's really good. It really uplifts the mood. There are some times that with the kids, we'll do a dance party, impromptu. We turn on some music and the kids will sing along and dance along and bop around and move around to it. It really gets the most healing benefit when you're singing along and tapping along and dancing along to the beat of the music to get the most maximum healing benefit. A lot of times also, as doing dishes, as cooking or whatever, I will also sing along sing along to the song and uh, and sometimes I'll even drum along, you know, table drums, not a real drummer, but table drums at least gets you involved and gets you feeling the maximum healing benefit of that music. You know that it also helps you sleep better? Music can help you sleep better. Music washes away from the soul the dust of everyday life, as a, another secular artist has said. Over 30% of Americans suffer from insomnia, you can't fall asleep at night. A study showed that students who listened to relaxing classical music for 45 minutes before turning in slept significantly better than students who listened to an audiobook who did nothing different from their normal routine. If you're having trouble sleeping, try listening to a little Bach or Mozart before, before bedtime to catch some Z's to catch some sleep. Music also reduces depression, as we talked about before. Me, also, a, a secular, outspoken artist says that music was my refuge. I could call into the space between the notes and curl my back to loneliness. More than 350 million people suffer from depression around the world. A whopping 90% of them also experience insomnia. The sleep research above found that symptoms of depression decreased significantly in the group that listened to classical music before bedtime. Classical music before bedtime, but not in the other two groups. Another study by Hans Joachim Trapp in Germany also demonstrated that music can benefit patients with depressive symptoms depending on the type of music. Meditative sounds and classical music lifted people up, but techno and heavy metal brought people down even more. The next time you feel well, put on some classical or meditative music to lift your spirits, to get your spirits up and growing, to get them feeling better, to get you feeling better. Music also helps to eat less. There's a friendly tie of some sort between music and eating. As another secular artist has said, researchers at Georgia Tech University showed that softening the lighting and music while people ate led them to consume fewer calories and enjoy their meals more. If you're looking for ways to curb your appetite, try dimming the lights and listening to soft music the next time you sit down for a meal. Do you know that music also elevates your mood while driving? That's what I love not being interrupted. Sitting in the car by myself listening to music in the rain, there's so many great songs yet to sing, as a different artist has said from secular culture. A study in the Netherlands found that listening to music can positively impact your mood while driving which can lead to safer behavior than not listening to music. The next time you feel frustrated in traffic, turn up the tunes to improve your state of mind. It won't hurt your driving performance. It may not. It may even help you drive more safely. Of course, music strengthens learning and memory. Music is the language of memory, coming from another secular artist as a quote. Researchers discovered that music can help you learn and recall information better, but it depends on how much you like the music and whether or not you're a musician. Subjects memorize Japanese characters while listening to music that either seem positive or neutral to them. The results show that participants who are 
musicians learn better with neutral music, but test it better when pleasurable music is played. Non-musicians, on the other hand, learn better with positive music, but test it better with neutral music. Memorize these results. You now have a strategy to study more effectively for your next test. Music also relaxes patients before and after surgery. He who sings scares away his woes, also coming from a secular artist. Researchers found that listening to relaxing music before surgery decreases anxiety. In fact, it's even more effective than being orally administered midazolam, a medication often used to help pre-op patients feel sleepy, but also has gnarly side effects such as coughing and vomiting. Other studies show that listening to soothing music while resting in bed after open-heart surgery increases relaxation. Globally, 234 million people have surgeries. 234 million major surgeries are performed each year. If you or someone you know is going into surgery, be sure to bring some soothing tunes to ease anxiety. It may work better and will certainly have fewer adverse side effects than the meds they dispense. Music also reduces pain. One good thing about music, when it hits you, you feel no pain. As the famous secular musician Bob Marley points out, research at Drexel U, Drexel University in Philadelphia, found that music therapy and pre-recorded music reduces pain more than standard treatments in cancer patients. We should have enough from such things. Other research showed that music can decrease pain in intensive care patients and geriatric care patients, but the selection needed to be either classical, pieces of meditative music, or songs of the patient's choosing. It needed to be one of those things from the choice of the patient, the classical, the meditative, or songs of choosing. Bob Marley was right about that one. Listen to music. We'd love to take your pain away. And music can help those suffering with cognitive difficulties such as Alzheimer's patients for them to remember some things. The past, which is not recoverable in any other way, is embedded as if an amber in the music and people can regain a sense of identity, as Oliver Sacks point out. MD. A nonprofit organization called Music and Memory helps people with Alzheimer's disease and other age-related dementias remember who they are by having them listen to their dearest songs. The awakening is often dramatic. For example, after Henry listens to music from his era, this wheelchair-bound sufferer of dementia, who can barely speak, sings Camp Calloway songs and happily reminisces about his life. Dr. Laura Mosqueda, director of geriatrics at the University of California at the Irvine School of Medicine, explains that because music affects so many areas of the brain, it stimulates pathways that may still be healthy. One in three seniors die with Alzheimer's disease or another dementia, so odds are you know that someone who has it. To connect with loved ones who suffer from age-related dementia, try playing some of their best love music. Music also helps improve recovery in stroke patients. And another artist has said, I know why the caged bird sings. Research at the University of Helsinki showed that stroke patients who listen to music they chose themselves for two hours a day had significantly improved recovery of cognitive function compared to those who listened to audiobooks or were given no listening material. Most of the music contained lyrics, which suggests that it's the combination of music and voice that bolsters the patient's auditory and verbal memory. Stroke is the number five cause of death. We should have reference to change in the United States. If you know someone who has suffered a stroke, bring their favorite songs as soon as you can. Listening to them can significantly ramp up their recuperation. Music also increases verbal intelligence. Music is the soul, what words are to the mind, as another musician explained. After only one month of music lessons in rhythm, pitch, melody, and voice, a study at the York University showed that 90% of children between the ages of four and six 
had a significant increase in verbal intelligence. Researcher Sylvan Moreno suggests that the music training had a transfer effect which enhanced the children's ability to understand words and explain their meaning. Other research found that musically trained adult women and, and musically trained children outperform those without music training on verbal memory tests. No matter whether you're an adult or a child, if you want to boost your verbal skills, try taking music lessons. It also raises IQ and academic performance. Music can change the world because it can change people. As the famous non-Jewish uh, musician Mono explains, research shows that taking music lessons predicts higher academic performance and IQ in young children. In one study, six-year-olds who took keyboard singing lessons in small groups for 36 weeks had significantly larger increases in IQ and standardized educational tests results than children who took either drama lessons or no lessons. The singing group did the best to help your child achieve their academic excellence, encourage them to sing or learn to play an instrument. Music keeps your brain healthy in old age. Music is the true breath of life. We eat so we won't starve to death. We sing so we can hear ourselves live. As another musician has said, a study with healthy older adults found that those with 10 or more years of musical experience scored higher on cognitive tests than musicians with one to nine years of musical study. The non-musicians scored the lowest. Since studying an instrument requires years of practice and learning, it may create alternate connections in the brain that could compensate for cognitive declines as we get older, says lead researcher Brenda Hannah Plotting. Business magnate Warren Buffett stays sharp at age 84 by playing ukulele. It's never too late to play an instrument. Never too late to play an instrument. We talked about that last week. To keep you on top of your game, Plato had it right when he said music and rhythm find their way into the secret places of the soul. No matter whether you're ill or old, healthy or sick, happy or sad, music can improve the quality of your life in many ways. Reduces stress and anxiety, lifts your mood, boosts your health. Helps you sleep better, takes away your pain, and even makes you smarter. New research shows that music can communicate basic human feelings, regardless of the listener's cultural and ethnic background. We've only just begun to understand all the ways that this universal language can profit the world. Music really is universal. Music really is for everyone. I encourage everyone to always be involved in music and to use it in life in general. In fact, there are some tips that you can use music in life from UC Health. Five tips for music, music to improve your daily life. Use it strategically. Music doesn't have to be just background noise. You can use it to help you do what you want to do. I myself use music to help me cook, to help me do dishes, to help me go driving, especially for pickups and drop-offs in the mornings. If you want to clean the house, put on your favorite upbeat music to encourage your body to move. The same with exercising, the same with laundry. If you want to relax at night, use it strategically to calm yourself. You can also use music to help remember something like we do with the ABCs. It doesn't matter what type of music it is, pick your preference. I did this a lot, by the way, in grad school and even college to try to remember different stuff for studying. Besides from making mnemonics and making different phrases, I also would sing things and, and I would also you know, make things up, make words up. Different ways of being involved in a study, it really works. you got to start where you are and then travel to where you want to be. It's intuitive to seek out music that matches your mood. That's why we find ourselves flipping through radio stations to find the right song because it matches the moment, Willem explained. Oftentimes when we put up music on our speaker or on our phone, I'll have to skip like eight songs so I get one that I'm feeling at the moment that really matches my mood at the moment. You can definitely find a song that fits to you, the right song for you. You can benefit from music by using it to get to where you want to be as well. Even if you're in X place now, in a mad place now, you could be in a happy place soon by using the music itself. It's called the ISO principle, often used by music therapists. This is a 
principle unique to the field of music therapy was introduced in the late 1940s by Alt Schuller as a method of mood management. The concept can work in everyday life, Holmes said. The idea is that you start with music that matches your mood, gradually alter it to affect the desired mood state. Music therapists use it to both alter mood state, but also physiologically responses such as heart rate or blood pressure. For example, if you'd like to prepare your child for bedtime, start with music that fits their mood, such as upbeat playtime music, and every song after that should be slightly lower, so the last few songs are relaxing, slow tempo music, which should have your children in that ready-for-bed mood. You could also use music as a cue. Music can cue memories and possibly reinforce mood and behavior. For example, Willem said his family had a playlist for dinner time which has songs with lyric themes themed everything is going to be alright. This helps set a positive mood for his family at dinner time. Then at night, he has a relaxing playlist for his 18-month-old child who associates the music with sleep time. Music can also trigger negative associations, God forbid. For example, if you listen to Mozart to calm you while you're in pain, your mind might learn to create an association between Mozart and pain like Pavlov and the dog in classical conditioning. To make associations and cues that are beneficial, the creation of the association must be positive because research has shown that music activates nearly every region of the brain. Willem points to show how harmony and, and, and melody are shown to activate different areas of the brain. When you bring all parts of music together, the brain makes new connections. There's a lot of research on how musicians' brains are different from non-musicians' brains, Willem said. If you engage in music, your brain is going to change the benefits shown in just a few weeks of instrumental instructions. Learning even a simple instrument like the ukulele or hand drum is participating in brain exercise, he explained. Research shows this contributes to immune system health and helps stave off neurological disorders. It fills up your neural bucket so when things come along, you feel more agile because your brain is making better connections. So keep learning music, even if it is by yourself, but if you can play with others, that also has its benefits. Enjoying music with others is also key. Music can bring people together and connect people on a subconscious level. Willem said studies show that choirs that sing together, their breathing and heart rates synchronize. We need to try and find ways to make music together beyond different times, beyond just holidays of the different year, he added. For the most part, we don't make music together as many other cultures do. We have a voice complex. That is, if we can't sing well, we think we shouldn't sing at all. But the benefit of making music is greater than the stigma of feeling like we are no good at it. It could do a lot of good and bring us together and connect people. And lastly, I want to talk about, we're going to probably start doing a little bit of a shorter version, probably keep it to the 30 to 45 minute range weekly, instead maybe we're going to try. Harvard Health talks about something that's a common occurrence for many people that listen to music. It's called an earworm. It's an unwanted, catchy tune that repeats in your head. We should never know from real worms in the ear or anywhere else, but this is just a term used for unwanted, catchy tunes that repeat in your head. This relentless these relentless tunes play in a loop of up to 98% of people in the Western world. For two-thirds of people that are they are neutral to positive, but the remaining third finding disturbing or annoying when these songs wriggle into their way into the brain's memory centers and set up at home, threatening to disrupt their inner peace. So how does the song become an earworm? Certain songs are catchier than others, and so are more likely to auto-repeat in your head. When music psychologist Kelly Jekka Jakubowski and her colleagues studied why they found these songs were faster and simpler in melodic cantor, contour. The pitch rose and fell in ways that made them easier to sing. The music also had some unique intervals between notes that made the song stand out. One of the catchiest tunes on the UK charts between 2010 and 2013 was Don't Stop Believing. 
by Journey. Don't Stop Believing was one of the most famous, catchiest ones between 2010 and 2013 by Journey. The question is, what predisposes us to earworms? In order to get stuck in your head, earworms rely on brain networks that are involved in perception, emotion, memory, spontaneous thought. They're typically triggered by actually hearing a song, though they may also creep up on when you are just feeling good or when you're in a dreamy, inattentive, or nostalgic state. They may also show up when you are stressed about having too much to think about. It's as if your stressed out brain latches onto a repetitive idea and sticks with it. Also, if you have a musical background, you may be more susceptible to earworms. If you had enough of an earworm need to stop in its tracks, you would be well warned not to try to block the song out, but rather to pass it, but to passively accept it. All right, the song is in my head. I'm just going to accept that it's in my head is what we should do. Determined effort to block the song out may result in the very opposite of what you want, called ironic process, studied extensively by psychologist Dana Wagner. Resisting the song may make your brain keep playing it over and over again, which is counterintuitive. Some people try to distract themselves from the song, and it works. In one study, the most helpful cure tunes were God Save the, Keep, the Queen by Thomas Ernick and Karma Chameleon by Culture Club, but that's just another here and there. Any tune you could think of, you know, Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, is currently massively famous and massively popular and becomes an earworm stuck in your head over and over and over again. Others seek out the tune in question because it is commonly believed that earworms occur when you remember only part of a song. Hearing the entire song may actually extinguish it. And other techniques found to be helpful include those from cognitive behavioral therapy, such as replacing dysfunctional thoughts like these earworms indicate I am crazy, with it is normal to have earworms. A less intuitive cure for earworms is chewing gum. It interferes with hearing the song in your head. In the most severe cases where the earworms are overwhelming, a physician may prescribe antidepressants, which also can help obsessive compulsive disorders. So in general... We're talking the idea of how music really helps in so many areas. It can help with memory, it can help with mood, it can help with aiding in study, it can help with social connectedness and interconnectedness and, and relating to people, interacting with people, it can help with doing chores, it can help lift the mood. There's so many aspects, so many wonderful aspects to music that it really behooves us to bring music into our lives as much as possible. Again, I connected to my phone. I have the iTunes store and the music app on my phone and my wife's phone connected. So anytime we download a song, it goes right to the library. When we're driving, the music comes on and it depends which phone takes precedence. When my wife is driving, obviously hers and mine is mine. But in general, music is a wonderful effect, a wonderful ability to help us and to uplift us throughout life. You can use it. You can just sit down and play if you're Zoha and Meritorious to actually play an instrument. But if not, you can just sit there and listen to the music at any time. It can really help you. It can help you put you in the zone. It can help you put you in the right place. Music is so helpful in so many ways. I encourage everyone to get, if you have an iPhone, to get that iTunes app, the iTunes Store app and the Music Store app. It's wonderful. It feels great to be able to support many different musicians, especially Jewish artists and Jewish music. And it's wonderful to, to support those out there, especially using the iTunes Store. And then you can play it on the music app as well. You can put it on speakers. You can put it on your car. You can put it throughout your life in many different ways. And you can get the Naki radio itself. You can get the Bluetooth speaker or audio speaker. They used to have the car speakers where you would go to a radio frequency for it to work, but that never really works. Then they had the AUX, which is great, and now they have Bluetooth, which is really the best. There's so many ways and so many aspects to get music into your life. It is really a wonderful way 
to, to help us in life. Really, music for your brain and music to help keep you sane. There's so many things that make us go a little crazy nowadays. Why not have different aspects and abilities to help keep you sane and to come work at your brain? If we could do so, to be able to use music as such a medium, we could really help our life be more functional, more occupational, more independent, and more overall calm in our lives and in the lives of those around us. This has been Tani Talks Radio, where we talk a topic for the week for the audience members to keep in a new format, a little bit of a, of a quicker message, a little faster. Nowadays, here on Tani Talks Radio, brought to you by Sheer Enjoyment Radio, powered by Radio.co. Join us next time as we talk a different topic for the week for the audience members to keep. And I'm your host, Tani.